Today's episode is made possible by the generous support of Charon Law Offices. Located in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, Steve Charon and his team work with startup companies offering a full range of legal services. No matter what stage your startup is in, the team at Charon Law Offices can help you. From structuring to developing stock option plans to assisting with fundraising arrangements, Charon Law Offices can guide you through the process. For more information, email steve at charonlawoffices.com or call 412-880-5633. Visit their website at charonlawoffices.com for more information. Charon Law Offices, from startup to exit and everything in between. You can follow us on Twitter at BroadcastPGH and find us on Facebook at TheBroadcast underscore PGH and Instagram at TheBroadcast underscore PGH. Our website is broadcast-podcast.com where you can find all of our past episodes. If you want to support the show, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash broadcastpgh. If you'd like to sponsor, otherwise partner with the show, we'd love to talk to you. Drop us a line at broadcastpgh at gmail.com. Hey, Kim, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? I am really excited about today's show. I know. And I'm really excited about We record our shows kind of in, in clusters. We yes. This is like the young women. Yes. And I feel like in 2019, we should be focusing more on you. Don't you think? Well, yes and no, because okay. I feel like we haven't focused a lot on older ladies either. Sure. Okay. So I all feel right. like we should just go extreme. All right. Yep. We need to get... <laughs> get them all in here. Okay. I'm, I'm on board with that. <laughs> but I have to tell you, I'm really excited about today's guest. I am too. Guests, plural. I know. And if and we are doing like... We're so technical today. We have one guest joining us remotely, two in yes. the studio. It's very so exciting. And they brought cookies, so they win. Yeah. They brought cookies because they're Girl Scouts. <laughs> That's right. Segway. And so they can't go anywhere this time of year without cookies because otherwise we will give them dirty looks. <laughs> so on the line with us, we have Maria Sayo. Hi, Maria. Hi. <laughs> we have in studio Mackenzie Pifko. Hi. Hi. And Stephanie Marshall, who is PR for Girl Scouts of Western Pennsylvania, which covers 27 counties. That's correct. Right. Not a big co- job at all. No. And that's no. like, that's a lot of like diverse different communities. So I'd love to talk mm-hmm. about that. And we talk about these girls are like about to sort of graduate out of Girl Scouts. Like they're both at the age where you kind of move on from it. So I'd love to talk about your kind of experience growing up. Did you Scouts. do the Girl Scouts, Kim? Okay. Were you a girl? Oh, there's I, a story here. There's I can already a story. Tell. <laughs> I, I tried to do the Girl Scouts. Yeah. But I had kind of like a lot of stuff going on at home. Mm. And also I was really just kind of an introvert as a kid. Yeah. Like I liked reading and I was really like intimidated by the, hey, let's go do stuff. So, and I had two sisters. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like. You had the Girl Scouts at home. I had the Girl Scouts at home. <laughs> yeah. And I, so I yeah, I would have liked to have done more Girl Scouts. I, I was a brownie. Enjoy. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I switched schools and I kind of like fell out of it yeah. because I would have gone into, I think, because I really – I was big on the badges because I'm so competitive. Oh, my God. So for me, it was like, oh, wait, you can earn badges? And then I would see these sashes and they would be covered. And I was like, that's what I want. Wow. But, but yeah, I was a brownie. Wow. That's yeah. like the cutest anecdote I've ever heard about you. <laughs> like I'm going to harass your mom for pictures of that now. So I have to see it. So Mackenzie, maybe you can start st- and tell us um, how you got into Girl Scouts and you're about to phase out of Girl Scouts. So I what's know. that been like? Like, I mean, feeling sad about it or feeling like, okay, I got this. I'm all done with it ready to move on? Oh, no. Yeah. Girl Scouts has definitely been like a big part of my life. Like I started in kindergarten and it's hard to believe that I'm a senior in high school and only like a handful of us in the entire school can say like, oh, we were Girl Scouts. And 
I'm still friends with everybody I've met along the way. In middle school, my troop actually separated. Mm-hmm. So it actually like fell apart. And I was lucky enough to join another troop. They um, weren't originally going to let the gr- let new girls in, but they um, opened it up since our troop like um, dissembled. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's just been really great. I, I mean, I am going to miss it because all my friends are leaving, but yeah. it was, it's been really great. Yeah. So Maria, maybe you could tell us about how you came to be involved in Girl Scouts and kind of how you're feeling about, you know, moving on shortly. I, I basically have the uh, same story as Mackenzie. I joined in kindergarten as well. Mm-hmm. My mom was actually troop leader. She was all oh. into scouting and everything. Mm-hmm. So definitely was great having mom by my side in kindergarten all the way up. She's been troop leader ever since. Nice. Um, I went from a Catholic school to a public school for high school. So my uh, Catholic school uh, grade school kind of troop disbanded mm-hmm. whenever we went off to high school. And I didn't really um, adopt into a new troop. I was more so kind of still with a handful of the girls. Mm -hmm. So we kind of just made it together and we're still great friends. Wow. So tell me, maybe Maria, maybe you could start with this one. Uh, How you um, have grown with Girl Scouts, because this is an experience for girls that, that helps you kind of gets through some of those really rough patches through like adolescence and, you know, middle school and all the times when it's really, it's really hard being a girl. Um, and it brings your focus to other things besides, you know, maybe boys or the way you look, Mm -hmm. which I think is really challenging for a lot of young women. Absolutely. Maria, maybe you could talk about what, is there an experience with Girl Scouts that you feel like was made easier because you were part of Girl Scouts and you kind of had your troop to rely on? I would say a lot of it really stemmed from, uh, the cookie program and a mm-hmm. lot of like the booth sales that we would do yeah. because that, that just brought us all closer together. We'd all laugh mm-hmm. and have fun putting things on shopping carts, going on little shopping cart rides mm-hmm. and kind of just becoming closer as friends made me all realize that I have friends there to back me up no matter what. Yeah. And I'll text them if I have any problems or anything and they know if they ever have a problem that they can come to me. So it, it definitely really strengthened our bond yeah. and just growing up together because one girl actually stayed in my troop all the way through. She was my partner on my silver award project as well. Hmm. Um, and so it's basically just she and I now, and she's like a best friend to me. I love her so much. Oh, that's nice. How about you, Mackenzie? What's an, is there an experience that you had through Girl Scouts that maybe you think would have been harder or, or different had you not had sort of your Girl Scout troop to Um, I would on. just say in general, like, um, through Girl Scouts, we did so many, like, different things that mm-hmm. I guess I wouldn't have done if I yeah. wasn't in Girl yeah. Scouts. We went – I remember we when we were little, we went glass blowing and we, like, yeah. made these little, like, art things. We went, like, zip lining, horseback riding, yeah, and yeah. it was just, like, a fun experience. And I guess, like, it just, like, pushed me out of my comfort zone to, like, I like did stuff that I probably wouldn't have done like on my own just willingly. So yeah, it just made me like more outgoing person. That's great. Yeah. Now, Stephanie, you are, you work for Girl Scouts now, but you came up as a Girl Scout yourself. So maybe we could talk a little bit about, you know, how you got involved and maybe why you decided to. Yeah. And when we, when we were starting the, before the show, we were talking to you a little bit and you were just so passionate about your experience that it was just such a big part of your life. And do you wish that more girls would get involved with it? 
I absolutely do. You know, I think that a lot of girls get involved um, to have a new after school activity, mm -hmm. um, to make new friends and learn a couple new skills. Um, but uh, kind of what both these girls have talked about is sort of that older girl part where it kind of starts to teeter off and you have other obligations yeah. like school plays and um, sports and things like that. And while all of that is super valuable, um, the experience that I had in Girl Scouts was beyond measure for me. And it was those years that were the most impactful. Yeah. Um, what these girls said about knowing that you had um, your troop at your back to um, back you up no matter what was going on in life. Um, we all know that being a young girl, like you said, is not easy. Um, but going through that with those girls um, and having a strong troop, troop leader really showed me that I could be whatever woman I wanted to be. And that um, I didn't have to find validation in other people. Mm. And this was something that, you know, I could be really confident and comfortable in my own skin. Um, so that's something that, you know, maybe at 18, I may not have taken away from my Girl Scout experience. Um, but looking back now as a young professional, I can say that it really shaped me into the person that I am. How do you think, and this is for anybody to answer, but how do you think it's evolved? The Girl Scouts, I mean, especially for you, Stephanie, you grew up in it and then now you're working in the organization. How has Girl Scouts really evolved? Are you kidding me? Every yeah. time I look at an activity, I'm like, they didn't have that when I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I could do all this kinds of stuff. I mean, we did horseback riding and mm -hmm. I learned um, to shoot archery and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but the focus on STEM these days mm, is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Building robots, yeah. programming them, learning how to code, mm -hmm. um, things that were way beyond my skill set as a young girl that I wish that I had been introduced to. Maria, what about you? Oh, I, I, I completely agree. All, all that STEM stuff was not, was not barely there before, really. And I, I mean, I loved horseback riding and going camping and shooting bow and arrows and all that. But now to be able to learn kind of a new modern day set of engineering and computer programming and a lot of different life skills that just weren't really there before is really cool and is great for the new generations. Yeah. So maybe we could talk a little bit about the cookie program because obviously that's kind of the thing that... Kim, you just want to eat cookies No, right it's, now. it's not. No, it's, it's true. It's important just part of it. Girl Scouts, okay? Also, <laughs> I do want to eat cookies. Um, but, but in all seriousness, though, it is a, an important part of, of mm -hmm. Girl Scouts and it's it teaches business skills, fundraising, how to work as a team, like all the kind of check boxes you want. But maybe we could talk a little bit about... They really do fund the troops. I think a lot of people don't realize to the, the extent to which the cookie sales are really important to the individual troops. So maybe Stephanie, you could speak to that about how, what an important role that plays. Well, all of the cookie proceeds are hundred percent local um, mm -hmm. and they stay um, with the troop and with the council, with the troop and with the council to um, be able to further programs. Mm -hmm. So things from camp um, as well as what I really love is that, you know, each individual troop decides what they want to do with their proceeds. Mm -hmm. So when you walk up to a cookie booth and they ask you, do you want to buy a box of cookies? Mm -hmm. I tell people that the question right back should be, what are you guys doing with your proceeds this mm -hmm. year? Mm -hmm. Because these girls know and they know what they're working towards because they learn to set goals and they learn how to make the decisions to get there, including their own marketing and everything like that. Um, and it's completely girl-led. And that's the really great part to see kind of come to life through the cookie program. That's really cool. Now, I know um, the traditionally that Girl Scout cookies have not been sold online. Is that something that the troops have maybe asked for? Or do you see like that going that way in the future? I mean, I wonder like how as 
you know, technology evolves and selling techniques evolve. Is that something that's going to be considered ever, do you think? Or do you think it's going to really stay focused on doing it in a local way? So they actually do have a digital place that you can buy cookies, mm-hmm. and it's called Digital Cookies. So each girl is able to go in and set up her own online marketplace um, and upload her own videos and things like that. And the real caveat with um, growing with the technology, especially considering the cookie program, is that it has to say stay girl centered. It has to be something that the girl is putting the effort into um, because at the end of the day, the cookie program is a program and they are learning essential life skills, entrepreneurship, business ethics, goal setting, decision making and money management. Mm -hmm. And if, if you get too far away from that, you're going to start to take away from it. Um, and at, you know, at the end of the day, it's, um, getting that girl to approach a stranger and ask for their support and getting that confidence to be able to look somebody in the mm-hmm. eye that they don't know um, and have that conversation. Yeah. So they do they do evolve a little bit with the technology. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's a part of the initial order, which is the first when cookies kind of first come out. Yeah. Um, and then the second wave of cookies is the boost sales where the girls are out in their communities making that direct ask of yeah. consumers. And that's really, I mean, it, that didn't occur to me, but that's really important is being able to you know, sell yourself or be able to approach a stranger, have a conversation with someone you don't know. Just that, that's building really those important. skills. I mean, confidence. Yeah, yeah. And the sense of networking. I mean, that's so important mm. when you get into the real world mm. after college yeah, and you're yeah. trying to find your first job or your fifth job down right. the road and learning how to look at someone in the eye and have a conversation with them and get to know them and find out where you connect and getting them to kind of come onto your side. It's just a huge skill. Yeah for any woman to be able to carry with her as she moves forward in the business yeah. world. And like you said, money management especially mm-hmm. is huge and really not taught in school. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then, <laughs> like at all. Thing, right? <laughs> right. It's not taught in school. Now, um, Maria, you had mentioned that you worked on your silver award program. Let's tell us a little bit about that because Stephanie was really excited uh, for you guys to talk about this. She, she asked me to make sure <laughs> to well, ask you guys about that. That was her silver award. But, okay. Um, both of these girls went so far as to do their gold award. Wow. Okay. Of course. Of course. You know, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we could talk about these, the extra projects, the projects that you've done and kind of what made you decide to, you know, choose which one you did. Maybe we could talk a little bit about any project you've worked, silver or gold. <laughs> we'll take either. Um, I mean, but for me, both kind of, well, I guess the silver really mm-hmm. led to my gold because okay. for my silver award project, I, as well as the other girl that was in my troop at the time that I said is like my best friend, we both co-authored a children's book that teaches about autism and the sensory needs that follow with it. And we worked a lot with the place that I volunteered a lot, which was called Glade Run Lutheran Services up in Zelianople. Mm-hmm. I'm a very avid equestrian, so I helped a lot in their adventures program in the barn, helping with the horses, therapy riding, etc. So we learned a lot from there. I got a lot of the pictures that we took from there. And she's an amazing writer. She's actually done a lot of books before, so we definitely collaborated our skills together to do that. That project then led to my gold award because autism really just inspires me. And so for my gold award, I actually added on to an existing playground um, in our North Park system, actually, that to make it sensory friendly for children with autism. So I added a couple play panels that kind of like make some noise and they can spin and twist and see little balls drop. There's, I think, like chimes they can run a stick through. I also added some colorful benches as well to kind of make it more sensory stimulating with colors. Um, 
I created a natural border around as well, putting some plants around so that they could touch and feel the plants. They're, of course, safe plants, so no, like, bees or anything yeah. are going to be coming. Um, I also decorated the trash can as well. I uh, updated a new one there. Um, so it's also colorful, and so they can look and touch and play with it, um, as well as kind of having the Allegheny County Park System fix up the park, fix up the mat and everything, because I actually picked not really a more well-known park, one more on the side that I found because it had a great parking lot. It was very off to the side, very peaceful, very quiet. And so I figured it would be a great little place to have a nice little sensory-friendly playground for children with autism. So when are you running for president? Oh, seriously. <laughs> you can't see us, but we're That's all amazing. sitting here. That's amazing. sitting here like, wow. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting for like, I know, a, a, you know, these award-winning projects, but that was, right. that exceeded my expectation. More and, than. And what about you? you? <laughs> my project is actually very similar to what she did for her silver award. I did it for Children's Hospital Pittsburgh because wow. I've been volunteering there. I'm, this summer is going to be my fourth year, and I was in the occupational therapy and physical therapy department, and then I went to um, inpatient and outpatient activity carts, so I went to all the rooms. I really got to know the patients, so I created a book for them, and it was about the city of Pittsburgh because a lot of the patients that do go there, they are not from here at all. Right. They're from different right. states, and a lot of the kids are so little that they've never been to Pittsburgh at all or a different state in their life. So it's just about Pittsburgh and I had it illustrated by kids. So I taught lessons at my elementary school and I taught each kindergarten class, first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, um, a lesson about Pittsburgh. And I told them why we were doing it and they all got to um, draw pictures and stuff for the book. And mm. it was Look just- Look at her face light up as she's talking. I know, it's, it's so, so cool. cool. It was so cool. Yeah. And they loved it. A lot of the kids who um, drew pictures for the book, like they've been patients there and they really like, oh, wow. they loved it. And I was able to donate it to the hospital, but also the Ronald McDonald House. And mm. they do, they go back and forth. They do a lot with each other. It was really fun. Stephanie, when you hear <laughs> about these young women and these accomplishments, how does that make you feel about the Girl Scouts as an organization? It makes me want to cry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, I... I mean, this is part of my job is um, talking to these girls who have done these amazing things and helping them um, capitalize on these kinds of accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And every time it just takes my breath away that um, the the program has built them up to be able to do this, um, that it, it gave them the tools and it walks them through the process and they're able to just go out there and change the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's... Um, that's the mission of Girl Scouts is to build girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place. And I get to see it in action almost every day. Now, do you find that, I think these two young ladies seem pretty self-confident and pretty assured of themselves, but do you find that when they're doing these projects, do you have to sort of coax it out of them to talk about it and be, you know, you can, it's okay to brag about something like this. It's okay to talk about this in a way that's, you know, you, you can promote yourself. Cause I think that's a challenge for a lot of young women is, how much is too much and how much you talk about yourself and giving them that sort of self-esteem, self-confidence to talk about the things you're working on. Yeah. I think throughout life, um, <laughs> everybody that I've met who deserves some, some praise <laughs> is reluctant to mm -hmm. accept it. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is, um, sometimes you kind of have to take the girl out of her own self to help her see the impact that she's had on the yeah. world. And once you kind of put that in a frame, um, it helps them kind of be like, okay, yeah, I did a thing. <laughs> so if you were, uh, Maria, maybe you could feel this one. If you were going to 
you know, try and persuade a young girl. She's not sure if she wants to be part of Girl Scout. She's not sure it's for her. What would your pitch be like? What would you say to her to say, you know, this is something you want to do? And, you know, looking back on your experience, what would you, how would you pitch it to someone who's not sure about Girl Scouts? Um, I, I would probably say something along the lines of look at yourself now and where do you see yourself wanting to be? And then say, how do you see yourself getting there? And I would assume they would say something along the lines of with some help or with some family or something. And I could say your troop can be your family. Your Mm. friends are your family. Mm. You also still have your regular family. And they'll all help you get there. Nice. Mackenzie, what about you? Do you, uh, how would you talk someone into joining Girl Scouts? I've been, I'm a Girl Scout counselor mm-hmm. for um, kindergarten. Like, of course I you are. a Girl Scout counselor. <laughs> okay. And so let for, me tell you. For kindergarten, I love it. like kindergarten through eighth grade. So all these girls are like little, they just love anything. You can tell them anything yes. and mm-hmm. they'll go mm-hmm. hardcore. Yeah. My cousin, she's about, I think she's six now. Mm-hmm. She um, is not in Girl Scouts. Like a couple of her friends are and they, her parents were like, go talk to her. Like try to convince her to do it. I was literally just like, you should do it. You'll have a great time. It's fun. I was like, I told her some of the stuff we did. I was like, I rode a horse and she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, you just I that hooks every girl, say, right? Kind of you a got to ride a horse. Yeah. I, you <laughs> just say, I mean, everything's true. You just say how much fun you have and all the things you get to do, and they they'll like it. And the little girls are excited because it's just something new that they can join. So yeah. So oh, I'm sorry. Did you have a question? Well, I was just gonna take a little bit of a turn here. You know, in in sort of the climate that we've been in politically and with the Me Too movement and mm-hmm. Times Up and you know, talking about um, sort of the next wave of human rights being around transgender rights. Are there girls or people that identify as women that have joined the Girl Scouts? And what is sort of your thoughts on that as sort of the new frontier for Girl Scouts, Mm -hmm. the idea of inclusion at that level? Well, we always say that Girl Scouts is for every girl um, Mm -hmm. and that it is girl-centered and Mm -hmm. girl-led. So, you know, we continue to say that and practice that. And, um, we truly do mean it. I know we talked at the beginning about 27 counties being pretty diverse. Um, Mm -hmm. and that, like I said, that's the thing about the Girl Scout program is that it allows, um, something that is national, um, to be brought down to the local level by the way that the girls, um, what the girls need from the program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it seems like on a national level that had been sparking some energy and some curiosity around those conversations. I was just curious how it was locally here. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk a little bit about how you sort of leave the Girl Scouts. You know, now that you're moving, it seems really sad. Transitions are hard. they're very hard. (laughs) But I feel like, so Maria, maybe you could talk a little bit about what you're, you know, what what do you envision is happening now, like as you're leaving the Girl Scouts, you know, getting ready to to go to college, to move on to the next phase of your life. I mean, what are you taking from the Girl Scouts with you and what are you going to miss about it? I mean, I feel like you're, you know, that's a, that's a uh, a big part of your life to kind of move on from. Well, I'm I'm actually in college currently, okay. so it's it's it, it's definitely a lot. But mm-hmm. um, I actually joined a sorority on campus, Alpha Z Delta, mm-hmm. and their philanthropy is Autism Speaks. Oh my gosh! There you go. So I'm definitely fulfilling exactly what I wanted to do. I still I still deal with autism and talking about it, and I'm actually now their current internal philanthropy chair. Of course you are. So why not? (laughs) Hopefully, I'll be regular philanthropy chair next year. We'll see. Maria, Um, what is it about 
uh, autism in particular that moved you so much that made you want to commit at such a level? A lot of what I saw at Glade Run by Mm -hmm. seeing a lot of the kids and how happy they got by seeing and touching the horses. And I know because we would bring some of the horses out and the kids would like brush them and everything. And it would just be so cool to watch them like feel it because in their eyes, they're feeling this and it's so cool for them to feel. But for me, it's just like an equestrian as a horse person. I just pet the horse and it is what it is. Yeah. And so just, just to see how important and what it meant to them was just so, so moving just to see how they see the world so differently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to make things so that they can just keep seeing the world like that. And that mm. uh, that was why I, I added the sensory panels to the playground so they can keep seeing the world that they see it. And it was just... It, it was so great, and I really, really love everything that happens with their philanthropy. I know Alpha Z Delta, we go to the Autism Speaks walk. It was so amazing seeing all the families walk past us and as we waved our little banners and everything, and everyone was just so happy and so into it. It was just absolutely great. I love that way of looking at things where you're meeting people where they are and you're not trying to fix a problem, quote unquote. You're yeah. trying to just be mm-hmm. accepting and open and loving. Do you think you learned a lot of that from being a Girl Scout, that, that way of looking at the world? Oh, yes. Act- a lot, really. A lot of the communication skills mm-hmm. and a lot of it actually really kind of formed me into my major. I'm majoring in public relations. Of course so you are. <laughs> I, it, 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 it taught me a lot about myself and how to I mean, for lack of a better term, deal with people, to yeah. talk to mm-hmm. people, but to not change people, yeah. to do it in a very compromising way and to just not really, as you said, fix the problem, but kind of fix the problem, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mackenzie, what about you? What yeah. made you choose kind of the focus that you you ended up choosing with early childhood education and helping children in the hospital? Yeah. I obviously have been working with kids for a really long time and mm-hmm. They did that just kind of like sparked my passion to go into education and like I my dream is to become a special education teacher. I've worked with those kind of kids all my life and they're they're very special kids. And I just think that working with the Girl Scouts and being just so open to um, having that opportunity of being a counselor mm-hmm. just made me um, have a better like platform to go into this field. I mean, I think it's a great field to go into. A lot of people don't think that. Um, teaching is like a preferred field or you don't make the most money, but Girl Scouts just really taught me that that's like where I need to be. So, so what then, um, we five years from now, you know, this is the big question I'm going to ask you when you try to make decisions five years from now, where do you see yourself and how do you, you know, how would you still God, describe- I just started got I know heart palpitations. I'm like, don't ask me that. <laughs> Honestly, in five years question. from now, I might not even be a teacher, but I definitely see myself just working with kids and mm-hmm. being in that setting. I could have a totally different major. I could be who knows where in a different state, but definitely just working with kids. I think that's important though to keep your options yeah. open yeah, and your mind open sure. because, yeah. you know, Kim and I joke about it all the time, but it's like, I still don't know what I want to be when yeah. I grow up. You know, yeah. I think it's important to keep evolving and keeping your mind open. Yeah. So that's yep. really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Maria? What do you see as kind of the path forward for you five years or where, wherever you might look uh, I would say graduating college, working on getting a job. Mm-hmm. I really hope that I stick with PR because I absolutely – I love everything that I've been learning so far. I've actually been able to already take two classes into the major. So I've, I've loved everything I've been learning. Awesome. I hope I can keep 
talking about autism. My goal would be to work for Autism Speaks itself. So what a I word guess in we'll for see. you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It so, means a lot. And so Stephanie mentioned um, that the girls, the um, Girl Scout cookies are sold within, and fund a specific thing for each troop. Each troop decides mm-hmm. how they're going to spend their cookie money. Maria, maybe you could talk a little bit about some of the things that your troop, like what were the focus, what were the priorities for your troop as far as where the cookie money was going to be spent? Well, a lot of it was spent in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I know um, actually the most memorable one was back when I was in grade school. I don't even remember what grade actually, but um, me and my whole troop, we actually went and we got our hair done and makeup oh, done nice. and we rode in a limo and it oh. was really cool. We put dresses on and it was it, it was a fun day for us being that age. I will definitely say that. <sighs> Uh, and that was because us at that age, that's what we decided to use our cookie money towards. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we we really just kind of put the money towards whatever we really decide at that time. I know my my troop got really, really small. My troop is now yeah. just me and that other girl mm-hmm. um, that I was talking about earlier. So uh, it really, really went down after grade school, and yeah. it was pretty much just the three of us, yeah. it was me, her and another girl at that time until she left to go do band. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, we, we really didn't do very much with it. We usually just kind of saved it. I know we used some of the cookie money to buy a lot of books mm-hmm. to, uh, sell, like to give out, um, to people after we did our silver award. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of really just saved it up. Mm-hmm. And in the end, actually, she and I took a trip to, um, seven Springs together nice. as kind of one last thing before we both headed off to college. Nice. So it was kind of like a last trip together. That's nice. I love the agency yeah. of all of this, like yeah. allowing for space to just, yeah. you know, decide what you want to mm-hmm. do with this and making choices and decisions. Yeah. I think that's really special. Yeah. And Stephanie, can maybe you could speak to this, what they're both describing as far as after grade school and the girls get a little bit older. Is that fairly typical that the troops tend to get smaller as the girls get older and kind of move on and do different things? Unfortunately, yes. That yep. is pretty typical. Yeah. And so what is there – I mean, that's just the natural evolution of it. Is there any kind of effort to keep girls involved? Or are there – I mean, I'm wondering about like when, you're, when you've sort of got all the other responsibilities on your plate, how do you kind of help girls like keep scouting a priority? Well, you know, I think a lot of it um, – we try to offer more programs that are more diverse mm-hmm. um, from the STEM stuff all the way down to arts and crafts, um, camping adventures – all sorts of things to keep um, that older girl more engaged mm-hmm. um, to help her see that Girl Scouts is a place where she can do something completely unique. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the effort. Um, and then a lot of it is going to come down to her personal experience in Girl Scouts. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be the troop leader and her troop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, if your girlfriends are all kind of dropping out it's really tough to be that one girl that's yeah. like, but I want to yeah. stay. Yeah. yeah. Even if you do want to stay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, yeah. for, so for Mackenzie that's to be so the right. one girl from her troop who yeah. stayed and went into a new troop, that's I impressive. Mean, that's yeah. brave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
you know, it's it, it does come down to stuff like that. And so I asked Maria kind of some of the things her troop spent their Kupamania mm-hmm. on. What about your troop? Like, what are some of the memorable things you guys? When I switched over to the other troop, I was lucky that that was like a very active troop. They were doing a lot of things. My old troop, we never really like we never been to Girl Scout camp. We mm-hmm. never went on like all these trips, and that was such an active troop. And we always went on trips. That's what we would save our money for. Some people don't do that. We went to. Savannah, Georgia, which is the home of the Girl Scouts, like Juliet Gordon-Low. We went to New York City. That was like a great time. And this summer, we're going to California, which is our big ending trip. We're going to San Diego, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. How many cookies did you sell? Oh, my God. I know. Kim, we need to start selling these cookies. Seriously. (laughs) But California is going to be our last hurrah, and we're all going to – there's a bunch of stuff we're doing. We're there for, I think, nine days, so it's going to be fun. How fantastic. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so important, I think, for young women to see the world, too, and and be outside of their own spaces. I used to work as a – mobile therapist. And one of the biggest things I took away from that experience was just having kids understand that there's so much more outside your little neighborhood and just putting that idea in their head that Mm -hmm. you can go to these places. No, you could go to these places. It changes the whole way they look at things and it really expands the world around them, which I think is so Mm -hmm. invaluable. Travel would be where I would spend my cookie money too, I think. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And so how are cookie sales going this year so far? Cookie sales are going good. Good. Yeah. Is there a new cookie? I know every year they try to introduce a new cookie. Um, there was not a new cookie in our council this year. That's okay. You know why? Because I am Thin Mints all the way. You know what? I was just thinking that. I'm like, the Thin Mint is still the classic. It is the classic. And I'm, I liked the, um. it was like a, almost like a, just a, I don't know, like a tea cookie. Yeah, the, the trifoils, a little yes, like butter cookies. those were always my mm-hmm. other yeah, favorite. Those are good too. I, I enjoy do, those I do tea. eat those with tea. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right? Right. They're so tasty. My husband's big on the um the peanut butter ones. Well, the hello. Ones. I know. Thin mints, man. That's the way to go. That's the, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we really appreciate all of you coming on oh and gosh, chatting I'm with us. Away, right? I know. Yeah. I mean, I knew the Girl Scouts was amazing, but yeah, you guys really just crazy. took it to that next level, <laughs> as girls always do. <laughs> and so, if girls want to join the Girl Scouts, like, where should they start? If you, there's not a troop in your in your neighborhood, if there's not, you don't know of a troop. Like, where do you start? Go to the website, or what's the best way to start? You can always go to gswpa.org/join, mm-hmm. um, and you can find information there about troops in your area. And then we are on um, Facebook, and you can always message our page, and we can help you get into contact with. Some some of our um, recruitment specialists. Awesome. I want to join the Girl Scouts now. Jeez. You can also volunteer. <laughs> See, done. Right. Nice. Done. Thanks so much, ladies. This was a great conversation. Oh, no. Really thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you thank you for over. having me. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys will come back on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell definitely. us where things go yeah. with college. What all your amazing uh, <laughs> career path. That's right. Awesome. Thanks so much, ladies. Thank this you. Was really fun. Broadcast Podcast is proud to be a member of the Sorgatron Media family. 